Welcome to episode 98 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. 98. I'm your host, Mike Mason. You found my show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talk to someone who does it all. I talk to Suzanne Brown, also known as Susie Sunshine. She's got music. She's got books. She's got a YouTube channel. I mean, a channel of her very own. It's called Music Fun with Susie Sunshine. Be sure to check out her YouTube channel. But today, we talked all about her books. She has written three books in the Joy series. I think we call it the Joy series. All about classical music. And talking to her, I got a definite education about classical music. Susie does it all. Suzanne does it all. She does music for age zero to who know, maybe 99. If you can even put a limit on that, I think it goes beyond that. So I think you're going to get a real taste of listening to someone who literally can do anything in the kids' music slash entertainment slash books slash videos genre. Truly amazing. If you need anything, any old episode, you can go to www.goodstuffpod.com. They're all there. Or go to iTunes. They're all there. Go to Stitcher. They're all there. Radio Public. Breaker. Do you know about these? These are also podcast apps where you can get every single episode of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. And if you want to find other kids podcasts download the kids listen app on ios it's got tremendous shows people that have been on this show like my buddy april 8 or my buddy chanel from peace out or my buddies from finn caspian yeah you can find all of them on the kids listen app you can also find the good stuff kids podcast there surprise surprise hope you enjoy this conversation with suzanne brown just think of this world that she's about to open up to you of all of the incredible work that she's done for kids and families. Thanks for listening. Talk to you at the end of the show. Good stuff. It is with uh, great, great pleasure, and I'm excited to welcome Suzanne Brown, <laughs> a.k.a. Susie Sunshine, to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you on this warm summer day? Oh, I am doing so great, Michael. It's just awesome to finally get to touch bases with you. Yes, it, it is. Uh, I'm looking forward to this as well. I've been, I've been in your world. I've been watching. <laughs> I've been seeing what's going on, and you have a lot. We have a lot to talk about. So let's. Um, you know, it's pretty the, eclectic, Michael. It's pretty eclectic. It's pretty eclectic. <laughs> it's pretty eclectic. So let's start. Let's go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You've had a, a really amazing career thus far, with much more to go, but. How did you end up in sort of the kids industry or, or what's your backstory musically? You know, fill us in so that so that we can put a story to you. Okay, so I was a, a kid or a child when I started in music. My mom had a background in uh, in music as well. She had her own television show in Georgia when she was 17 years old and it was the first variety show for children. And um, so it goes way back. And uh, so I was raised by a very musical mom. She was in uh, operettas in the Bahamas, where I was born. And um, you can already hear there's a lots of different styles yeah, of music, yeah. different vibes going on. And uh, so I like just fell in love with uh, entertaining and music in general, and you know started writing songs very very young. In fact, on my on my first CD, the song Rain, I actually wrote when I was nine years old. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> 
So as time went on, we lived uh, in, uh, I wound up living in Florida. We lived a block away from the BG studio. So I was in there recording at 13, um, a song I wrote for Big Brothers and uh, a commercial for Del Monte Bananas, a jingle, which was really unique. Uh Um, You've done a lot of that kind of stuff, right? Like the the jingles. Yeah. Yeah. So what would we yeah. what would we know in the jingle world that, that you Well those were that's we're we're going back a long, long, long yeah. time ago. So as far as the, the jingles now, I'm not in the jingle I now live in uh, just outside of Toronto, Ontario, right, a right. place called Oakville. So I haven't done any jingle work since I've been here. Okay. But I've written, you know, a, a lots of songs, but um, I recorded the song for the Special Olympics, The Courage to Shine, uh-huh. in 96. So it's it's pretty eclectic and all over the map. I have several CDs out, some for children and some, you know, not. Like uh, the Deep Mississippi Blues CD, uh, a lot of fun, uh, but more for adults than children. Right, and right. Uh, the Sunny Side of the Street is really, a, I've done a lot of work with seniors. Uh-huh. So I'm like at two, two far ends of the spectrum. Like. Sure. I have music that I do for seniors and then music that I do for children. And it's it's just, you know, the, actually, some of the daycare centers that I teach in are located in senior facilities, long-term oh, care facilities. Yeah. And we take the children over to their grand friends, as they call it, right, sure. and share music with them. Sure. Yeah. You're, you're probably <laughs> able to... Um you're probably able to, to, to straddle the line and be able to reach both segments, right? And, and bring, bring them together, which is a very unique skill set, you know? Yeah. Not a lot of people <laughs> in, in the kids' music industry and, and probably not a lot of people in... Well, maybe there's more in the uh, sort of that side of, like, the older the older side of the uh, of the equation are, are able to sort of bridge both worlds. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah. I, did, I didn't mean to get you off track with the jingle stuff. So you were doing jingles... You were in Florida. You were hanging out with the BGS, and then and then what happened? Then where were you? Well, when I I wound up, um, I moved actually to Chicago. My my husband uh, was with the Chicago Lyric Opera for three years, um, but pr- actually prior to going there, I got a full musical theater scholarship in the United States, and um, they had a fabulous opera program. So I'm a real mix of uh you know sort of like legit music and musical theater which so this all fits in but i've also done an awful lot of work in daycare centers in uh, the south side of chicago so i've worked with children with special needs emotional and and all other other ways and um so anyway the, the two worlds kind of finally met when i was here in canada i'd been singing with and for children for several years and a girlfriend asked me to if I knew a children's entertainer mm-hmm. and um, I said, well, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> and, and uh, so she said, who is that? I said, come on, me. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. but she didn't know because she knew me from the seniors world. Right. She knew me from, from all of that work um, and touring around the United States uh, with Gordy Tapp. And, and she knew me from that world. She didn't know me from the children's world. Well, I, I actually did put a show together, especially for her. And then the, that's the beginning of a totally different, um, you know, life for me, really. Yeah. yeah. Are you still <laughs> able to um, are you still able to do all of these various things that you like to do? Or are you like laser focused on one of these particular avenues? 
Okay, let's see now. I soloed in church yesterday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did three senior shows um, over Mother's Day weekend. Okay. And uh, and I do Susie Sunshine every day. So <laughs> so so you're able you you are, have been able to sort of be broad in in your approach. You know? I, I Michael, I'll be honest with you. I have to be. Uh huh. I I have for myself for my own satisfaction. I do everything. It's funny because I, I love, you know, I've been listening to your podcast. It's just fantastic. Thank you. And I know you are a music lover. So I'll just share, like, um, because I'm a music teacher, uh -huh. uh, my version of the Itsy Bitsy Spider, we started in a major key, okay. go into a minor key, oh, and then we modulate, and I throw in Stinging in the Rain for uh -huh. the seniors. So okay. it is just, that's the kind of thing that I do. Not only am I all over... Not only do I do different genres, right. but I, I do it within one song. <laughs> yeah, and you can, yeah, and I mean, that's amazing. And the seniors are probably going nuts for that. Like, that's so nice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, well, when you're doing the two, like, I, I opened for Fred Penner at the Sound of Music Festival two years ago. And so, you know, we have very mixed audiences. It's a family audience that right. I cater to. Right. So, you know, a little bit of something for everybody. Yeah. So, so let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's dig into Susie Sunshine a little bit. So cool. I, I am curious to know a lot, actually. There, I have a lot of questions because <laughs> I think I find this whole thing fascinating. But something mm -hmm. that you really focus on is being uplifting. And, and yep. the idea of being uplifting, in your words, mm -hmm. what, it, what is it, what is it, what is the goal? in that particular regard for you when you're working with kids and families? Okay. It's a huge, it, it, it that's a very big question. Right. Exactly. I'm going to, I'm going to share it with you, but, but there is a reason for it. I actually, and it's, I just shared the story recently, so it's kind of neat to delve into it again. Um, when I was a little girl living in the Bahamas, my nickname was actually emo for emotional, <laughs> emotional for emotional, right. Yeah, okay, okay. right? Because my, parents had just divorced and I'm you know walking around sad every day and uh, on Paradise Island they had a lot of um, tennis pros and golf pros and a tennis pro came up to me one day and I was just a young girl and he said to me uh, Suzanne you know um, why are you so sad you know you can make a choice you can choose to be happy and it impressed me and and, and so I, I learned very early in life that it was a decision so as we mature and as we grow we realize, you know, it isn't always so easy. Not everything is sunshine or roses in life, but you've got to find uh, the positivity in it and the gratitude. And these gratitude principles are in everything. In fact, sunshine, I, the Susie sunshine is because it didn't matter where I worked, um, you know, outside of music or in music. Within two weeks of being there, somebody had my nickname as sunshine yeah. because I make a concerted effort. And I have found, especially now in raising children, you know, we got a, we we got something to work on. We got children that are anxiety, depression, yeah. and uh, but are we teaching them the joy principles that can help them get out of that situation? And I am pretty, pretty, um, pretty focused on that. In fact, I was thinking about the word entertain mm -hmm. just yesterday as I was just you know contemplating, contemplating because I'm an entertainer. So when I'm with children and when I'm on the show or doing a performance. What thoughts am I entertaining? And I got to tell you, I'm entertaining. You are amazing. Uh -huh. You rock. And uh -huh. that's what's in my thought when I'm with the children or even when I'm with the teachers that are learning on how to interact with children in a very positive, 
um, empowering and joy-filled way. Uh-huh. That is beautiful to hear. And I think that mm-hmm. the the idea of uh, joy principles, I, I don't know tons about it, but I do think that like just in name alone, it's totally the right, <laughs> it's the right direction to push in because the, you know, yeah. you work a lot with kids. I work a lot with kids and like mm-hmm. seeing the, the anxiety that kids are in a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I see it in my own kids and I'm, and like, mm-hmm. I, and it's, it's really important to, I think your idea of like, you have the ability to change your mindset and you can be positive mm-hmm. and you can find the joy. And, and it's, it's a choice is, is like, it's yeah. a real thing. So I'm glad that I'm glad to hear you. Yeah, it's, yeah, thanks. It's interesting because my third CD, I've written a song called Big, Big Feelings. We're in the studio working on that one now. And and uh, Big, Big Feelings, that's how children, that's what they say now if, if, if they just can't get, a, get on top of how they're feeling and they need to kind of calm down. Yeah. And within that song, you know, we talk about, you know, giving it butterfly wings to fly away. And we count down in the song to help children get on top of that big, big, huge, yeah. massive feeling that they're having you know yeah. and uh yeah. so it's a play with that yeah and, and that's is that, is that part of what you do in the classroom as well i imagine like yeah. it must seep yeah. in when you're working with a group of young kids that you know when yeah. you sing the song big big feelings then you're mm-hmm. like okay let's count down for so you're i think it's amazing to have sort of the the music be the curriculum that drives what you're doing in the classroom. Is yeah. that sort of an accurate way to think about it when you're in the classroom? Well, yes, yes, uh-huh. because the children learn solfege, rhythm. Yeah. Um, they learn all styles of music, everything to classical, to jazz. We count in five, four. I don't know how much into music you are, but we do the wheels in the bus in seven, eight. Okay. I mean, all the, we're just counting, man. Yeah. We're just counting. Of course, the wheel is flat. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> That's how you can have the seven, eight. But anyway, so it's... Uh, I introduced them to all styles of music, uh, like I said, jazz, deep Mississippi blues. I've got a blues song. Yeah. It talks about, you know, different things that children need to do so mom won't sing on the blues. Yeah. Okay. So the, the message is in the, in, the, uh, in the songs, and then the exercises are done to, you know, different, different children's songs. Right, yeah. right. So when, mm-hmm. you, when you go do a show, Right. Mm-hmm. And I think this ties into sort of the new project for you, which is uh, mm-hmm. a book that I, I want you to, to talk about at length. But when you go do a show, a Susie Sunshine, a Susie Sunshine show, which is very mm-hmm. difficult for me to say, but I think I pulled it off. <laughs> what uh, what uh, like what are some of the key elements that you're going for? Uh, first, engagement, 100 percent engagement. Um, my shows are very interactive. And um, I want the children to, to, to be, and the parents to be a part of the wall, like uh, are a part of the show. Um, and that's, that's one of the main things. And of course, uplifting. I mean, they're, they're always uplifting. You can't sing the Susie Sunshine song and, right. you know, joy is the only way. I mean, it's just like the only way. Um, but I include classical music. It's interesting because when I have a, it depends on where I'm performing, but given the opportunity, if we have lots of space, we will uh, listen to the William Tell Overture by Rossini, okay. who's in my second second right, book. Right. And uh, the William Tell Overture is uh, the theme song for the Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm. And we will trot around to classical music. So I want to get them, like, really get them introduced to just a gazillion styles of music. Right. Uh, we count, even in the big shows, I do some of the stuff that I do in my classroom in big shows, too. Right. So, okay, yeah. cool. So like the wheels on the bus in seven, eight time. 
that's that's <laughs> something we can expect. That's cool. That's interesting. That's real. That's, yeah, uh, it's different. Yeah, it's, totally. uh, yeah. I'm like trying to think mm -hmm. of it as as I'm trying to like listen very carefully to what you're saying. I'm not sure I got <laughs> it, but you know, we'll get close. So, uh, another thing before we um, before we dive into the book is that you've done some coaching. It looked like from from your from your website and from what I know about you. What what is some mm -hmm. of the uh, you know coaching and entertaining and how how do these things fit together for you and, and what are you, what are you coaching people on? Well, it's interesting because, um, it, you know, as with any career, it changes over time. Um, I actually, uh, have teacher workshops to teach teachers how to interact with, with children musically. And uh, so that's one of the forms of coaching that I do. Um, the music class is I, as I'm teaching the children music and I, you know, my focus is children, you know, truthfully for the teaching, uh -huh. it's really, it's four and under once you get to five and six, I'd really like them to have some sort of instrument in their hand, a ukulele. It doesn't matter what yeah. it is, but I'm also teaching teachers how to play the ukulele. I'm right. doing that course coming up in October because cool. I've taught children ukulele, but the teachers are like, no, I want to learn how to play. I'm like, oh, let's do it. We'll yeah. do a workshop. Um, I've done motivational speaking and, uh, looks like I'm going to be doing some more of that according to, uh, to my PR person. So <laughs> that's amazing because cool. listen, <laughs> yeah. that's a big deal to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Okay. So now let's talk about the book. Oh, and cool. it's the second book in a, in a in a series. I don't know how many books you're you're planning on doing, but tell tell us a little bit about this latest project of yours. Okay, so I found as I started to teach children music. I, I mean, I I told you before my background is musical theater, but also opera, and my dad was a huge classical music lover. Mm -hmm. And I found that a lot of children um, they they knew a lot of music, but not as many styles. And I found grandma and grandpa knew a lot about classical music, but not so many children. And um, as I was interacting with the teachers and with the children, I found that um, they didn't really have an easy way to introduce the music. Right. Now, I've been writing poems, of course, and songs since I was a little girl. So I had put these, uh, like Bach, we'll just use Bach as an example. In fact, he's a great example because right. I've got a story about right, him. Right, because he's actually and in the book. <laughs> he's in the book, yeah. and he's uh, from the Baroque era, and he's the first composer in my series. And so I had a picture from the internet of Bach. But, you know, the pictures on the internet are kind of boring, and one little boy came up to me and said, Miss Susie, Bach's a little bit scaly. Yeah. And he showed me the picture, and I goes, oh, my goodness, oh, yeah, Daniel, right. he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I, I had been uh, writing poems about the composers to introduce the children. So I went on a journey to find the perfect illustrator. Uh -huh. And I found it in Romy Karen, who also has a background in music. And she's an illustrator. And the two of us got together. And the rest is history, as okay. they say. So the, the book series itself is called The Joy-Filled Beginnings Series. Right. And, uh, I mean, I don't have to say any more because now you know who I am. Totally. It um, all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far we have uh, Baroque with Joy and Classical with Joy. And each book has three composers. And uh, Romantic with Joy, we're doing the illustrating illustrations now. Okay. Um, there's no end to how many there can be. The first set will be those three. Mm -hmm. Baroque, Classical, and Romantic. And what's really cool is... 
music teachers have really, really um, fallen in love with these books. So, but also, you know, parents who understand the value of classical music now have an easy and age-appropriate way because you know, as a teacher, zero to three, that's the best time to introduce them to all these different styles, and and uh, so this book is appropriate for six and under. Yeah, and, so it's and, great. And, and one thing that's really cool about it, um, I don't, I do not have a physical copy of the book, but I, I can imagine like you took something that I used to do in my childhood, right? Like I vividly remember having a Superman book and a tape. And the tape, you know, so the tape narrated it and there would be like a chime or something and I would turn the page and you've done something really similar to that. So walk us through that a little bit and how it all links up. Okay. So, um, and actually it's interesting. Um, there are two different, there, there are two different ways to use the book. One, um, because the, you, you purchase the book and the music comes with it free as the SoundCloud download, mm -hmm. um, and you can download it anywhere you want. So if a parent wanted to read the book to their children, they would just play box music from the SoundCloud account and uh, read the book along with the children. But as the children become emerging readers or when they want to, you know, show their independence or, or take, you know, th there is another version where I do a voiceover and I play either a triangle rings or a cat meows. Now, the thing about it with the classical music, because this is a whole nother element is because they're listening for the triangle, they are actively listening to classical music right. for the triangle. Right. And uh, actually, the University of Toronto uses my books in their early childhood education okay. program to to show how we should be teaching children. A lot of that is based on the joy the joy principles. That's great. And yeah. Yeah. So you, how do you choose the the three composers that are in the book? Is are they the ones that you're drawn to most? Is there like a connection, a personal connection there, or there, you know, what's the thought process? It's different. Um, it, uh, like like Bach, just a lot of times I look to find what matters to children. Mm -hmm. Like Bach has twenty children. Boy, that's a lot. No. Well, that's a <laughs> <And> lot. That's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So imagine the size of their chicken soup pot. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I want to find, first of all, the most popular, uh, but I want to find something that the children can identify. Like Scarlatti is not exactly the most popular, right. but he wrote a piece of music based on his cat running up and down the harpsichord. <laughs> now that is cool. That's cool, Okay, yeah. to a kid. Yeah. So that's part of the book. So I look for fun facts that matter to children. And, and I go with that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you're keeping pretty busy. Like there's another book in the series coming up Are yep. you, and you're recording a new record too. Yes. Oh my goodness. So I, I guess that like, it, it <laughs> makes sense. Cause one of the questions I had for you was like, when I was listening to you on the, uh, on, you know, tell the story in with the music, like you, you know, your energy level was rising with the level of the music. And, and I was like, okay, well, it'd be interesting to see like how this corresponds to personality, but it's very clear that you have the energy <laughs> to, to continue to do this and continue to, uh, to, to make this stuff happen. So that's really cool. You must, you're very busy. You are very busy. I am, but yeah. I'm a good busy. You're I'm a good busy. busy. Well, you know, as well as I do that if you're doing something that you love, it doesn't feel like work. Right. Um, but I think I think it's natural for us, either as artists or as teachers, to 
to always want to progress. You know, we, we that, that need to progress and to get better and to do more and create more. It's a it's a pat. I'm very passionate about what I do. Yeah, I have amazing, like amazing stories coming out of the the program. And uh, I mean, now music is, is a great tool. I, I've had, but I've had five completely nonverbal children become verbal in my class. Wow. How can you not uh, get it out there more? Or, right. you know, I, I have teachers teaching my program now too. I mean, this is, this yeah. is something that is needed. It's something that I'm, you know, that I'm keen to share. And, uh, and, and I love, yeah. love what I do. Yeah. And I adore children. Yeah. I adore children. Your, your passion totally <laughs> rings through, and it's it's nice to hear, and it's nice to see. So if we wanted to get a copy of the book, if we wanted to yes. find your music, if we wanted to be immersed in all things, <laughs> because there's many things, what what are some of the ways that, the best ways that we can do that to find your stuff? Well, okay, so you're in Buffalo. I'm, so yeah, well, I grew up in Buffalo. I'm in the Bay Area right now, but yes. Oh, far, okay. Far okay. away. I am far away. If I was in Buffalo, I'd just go to your house, right? But like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here. Okay, so um, the actually my my books are available um, through uh, Long and McQuaid uh, throughout Canada. Okay. Um, but I think you right now you have to ask for it specifically until we get everything all set up. If they go to Susie Sunshine, you have to spell Susie with a Z, S-U-Z-I-E, uh -huh. Susie All things Susie are available there. Right. My CDs are available on iTunes. Um, my Baroque with Joy is available on Amazon.ca. Mm -hmm. And Classical with Joy should be there soon. Okay. So, awesome. Yeah. Are you on Facebook, Twitter, any of those things? I, I am. Facebook, Twitter. I got to work on my Instagram. I know I have an account, but I haven't been really good with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's that's a tough yeah. one. I agree. I agree. It's a tough one. Um, well, Susie, thanks so much for sharing your story with us and, and a bit of your enthusiasm and your passion. It's <laughs> definitely going to set me off on a, on a better a better course today to really uh, to really get into some stuff and, and tackle it with a positive attitude because I think that that was an important outcome of this conversation as well. So That's great. So and I have to tell you, yeah. when the wheels on the bus in 7-8 is out of the studio, yeah. you are going to get the first copy. Oh, my gosh, I can't <laughs> wait. Uh, that sounds awesome. That is so You'll awesome. You'll have fun with it. Cool. So thank you so much for your time, and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, okay. Michael. So what do you think of that? I was not lying. Suzanne Brown has done so much for the children's and family music slash entertainment slash videos slash books. She's done a lot and she's contributed a lot and it was a pleasure to talk to her. Again, for all of the old episodes, you can go to goodstuffpod.com. If you want to do some social media-ing, you can find me at Good Stuff Pod on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. That's at Good Stuff Pod. If you just want to email, you just want to test me and see if I'm the fastest emailer west of the Mississippi, then just drop me a line. Mike at GoodStuffPod.com. Thanks for listening. We're going to come back again later this week. Talk to you then. Have a good week and day or evening or morning or tubby time or whenever it is that you find yourself listening to the good stuff kids podcast in the car eating pizza hopefully eating pizza yep that's the one eating pizza talk to you soon
stuff.